This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Aimpoint Research, a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture, helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Learn more at aimpointresearch.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Environmental Protection Agency has announced another round of small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard today. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. The Environmental Protection Agency disappoints biofuel groups again after issuing five more small refinery exemptions for the 2017 compliance year. This brings the total for the 2017 compliance year to 34 hardship waivers granted. Two petitions are still pending. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper calls EPA's move, quote, outrageous, stating EPA is allowing oil refiners to undermine the renewable fuel standard and hurt family farms, ethanol producers, and the environment. The exemptions are the first to be announced since EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler was confirmed after serving in an acting capacity. American Coalition for Ethanol CEO Brian Jennings says senators should have more properly vetted Wheeler. Too many senators took him at his word and didn't require Mr. Wheeler to produce some some hard and fast evidence about what some of his actions might have been before they decided to confirm him. Jennings still holds out hope for Wheeler after the E15 announcement earlier this week. Growth Energy's Emily Score says EPA's decision is a slap in the face to rural America. Farmers have lost a key market for their crops. Biofuel plants have shut down or idled production. Times are really tough for us and so This is obviously not what we wanted to see coming out of EPA today. EPA defended their actions, saying they continue to implement the RFS in accordance with the Clean Air Act while considering recommendations from Congress, the Department of Energy, and relevant court decisions. The agency still must grant or deny 39 pending petitions for the 2018 compliance year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The latest round of SREs means more than 1.82 billion gallons of biofuel production were exempted in 2017, according to EPA estimates. In case you missed it, today is National Agriculture Day. President Trump issued a proclamation on the occasion Wednesday night, declaring the day as a time to pay tribute to the men and women expanding opportunities for prosperity, economic development, and food security. Ag stakeholders gathered this afternoon at the National Press Club to celebrate the occasion. Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Sensky addressed the crowd and assessed where things stand for global agriculture today. He cited the familiar population projections and needs for increases in food production and said that productivity challenges will need to be met through things like biotechnology and gene editing. Uh, the experts believe that we can, we can try to meet that goal by uh, reducing waste, which might account for about 30% of, of, uh, of us being able to get there. But the other 70% or so is going to really have to come from pro- productivity, factor growth and productivity, and how important that is. After a discussion with a number of young leaders in agriculture, attention shifted to trade. USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney said while China may grab a lot of the headlines, the update to the North American Free Trade Agreement should be front and center. Because if you can't sign a deal with your friends and your neighbors in your backyard, that sets the tone for a lot, dare I say, all other agreements. And so while all three of those, and I've already said that very clearly, all three, Japan, USMCA, and China, are all very important for all the different reasons to the different commodities. For many other reasons, we've got to land and get signatures on USMCA. Because if, if, if that fails, then the world looks at the U.S. in a very, very different light on its trading ability and partnership. 
Finally today, a major weather event is impacting producers in several western Corn Belt states. A mix of precipitation styles and high winds has flooding and blizzard conditions simultaneously occurring in the same states. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Propelled by a perfect storm of market dynamics, consolidation, and innovation, the farmers of the future will quite simply defy conventional wisdom and business models. A new landmark study from Aimpoint Research reveals the psychology of the farmers who will lead the industry in 2040 and the factors impacting their success. Aimpoint Research is a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture, helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Contact us at aimpointresearch.com for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.